Greetings, listeners, and welcome to another Pure Fandom Podcast. This is Star Wars Theory Series. I'm one of your hosts, Liz Prue, co-founder of PureFandom.com. I am joined by my awesome brother and co-host, Patrick Pohop. Hey, happy to be here. I know. We're back and recording another one. This is number like 18 or 19. I do this every week. I always forget to look. Who's counting? I know. But, I mean, hold on. I'll pull it up. I'll see how many. Because last time we did, did we do Obi-Wan with Dad? No. Yeah. I think we done 18. So this is 19. Yeah. Part 18 was the biggest episode eight revelations from Vanity Fair's cover story. That was a good one. That was a solid one. I know because we learned a lot about episode nine, which they've already be, they started shooting during episode eight. Which is ridiculous. I mean, they're trying to pack it in. Kathleen Kennedy doesn't fuck around. Yeah. I don't blame her. Speaking of that woman not fucking around, um, want to dive right into the big news this week? Let's do it. Okay, so we thought this week we'd talk about the Star Wars news happening because there's been a lot of stuff that's come up. And uh, some of the biggest news is that um, the directors of the Han Solo film, which was three-fourths of the way done filming, Phil Lord and Chris Miller of the Lego Movie and 21 Jump Street fame, we're fired. Gauntlet thrown. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, apparently, word on the street is, um, and this is from fairly credible sources, like Variety.com did an article about it, uh, that they wanted to inject more humor and improvisation. And Kathleen Kennedy was like, mm, no, I don't think so. And she fired them. So, Yeah. Well, I mean, it is interesting because, I mean, if the film does take on, like, a serious tone, I mean, it, 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 I don't know. I mean, it's something where if it is a more serious tone, you can maybe see why he gets a little more carefree or maybe he is a little more jaded by the time you get to episode four. So I can see if they take that direction. But True, but it's not like a comedy where improv is encouraged. And it is Star Wars. It's not like we're doing Pineapple Express. Exactly. You know? <laughs> For real. Yeah, or 21 Jump Street, which yeah. I'm sure a lot of improv in that was hilarious. But, I mean, I was like, yeah. And it's, it's almost kind of like if you do that, you're not that really anyone cares at this point, but it's almost like kind of slapping George Lucas in the face. Oh, we're just going to like, you just take your idea, but we're just going to wing it for a little bit, you know. Oh, yeah. Instead of taking it. Well, I think that's the offense. Um, so the co-writer and exec producer was Lawrence Kazdan. And um, apparently he was super salty that, you know, like <laughs> the script he had probably been working on for an entire year and nothing else, like no life. They were just saying, oh, yeah, you know, that part's just kind of like a suggested <laughs> dialogue. <laughs> it's not like we're working on the biggest franchise in the world right now. I mean... Could you imagine walking into like Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows and being like, yeah, so Voldemort, like you can be bad, but you're not really. So like just, you know, whatever you feel like saying today, Ralph, fine. Like, no, Oh man, you can't do that. Yeah. 
I mean, it's, I think like you, we talked about a little bit earlier, where it definitely sounds like reshoots are going to be happening, but I mean, it's better to have it done now than the movie come out and then you get the reviews and it gets torched, you know? True, but then we were also saying before the podcast started how Suicide Squad was done filming and they were doing like rewrites and reshoots. Like reshoots I get, especially if it's a CGI type thing. Like Wonder Woman had reshoots and that movie was great. Yeah. Um, You know, I'm sure, like you said, Thor did, right? Thor Ragnarok. They did, yeah. Um, Which I understand, especially when you're dealing with that much CGI. But when you throw rewrites into reshoots it's like mm. it's like you're making a whole nother movie almost exactly like to me reshoots means that the cgi you planned on doing won't work unless someone's in front of a blue screen a certain way so you just have to tweak that a little bit that i feel comfortable with yeah i'm okay with that yeah um well you know what i'm also okay with though the new director they're bringing in ron howard like they should have not fucked around in the first place and just brought someone in like ron howard if you're going to bring him in to fix this. Right. It's like just get someone who's credible. And I mean, you're making a Star Wars movie. It's already gold before even the production starts. Right. I mean, so just do it right. Well, and Ron Howard, he's done, you know, obviously Apollo 13, Beautiful Mind, Splash. Classic. Uh, our childhood favorite, Parenthood, with Steve Martin. Yeah. Do you remember that movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Let's have a dozen and call them donuts. <laughs> Uh, if you haven't watched that, do it. Classic Steve Martin, still relevant today. Um, but I feel like a lot of his movies are humorous but heartfelt. Yes. So that, which I'm assuming is the vibe they're going for. Which would make sense. I mean, it's like, you got to have some humor in there. It's Han Solo. Exactly. I mean, he's... He's, he's witty. Yeah. And he's so like anti-Star Wars, but also pivotal to Star Wars, too. So, Which makes him so awesome. Yeah. He's like the ultimate bad boy. Because Harrison Ford actually, in real life, also didn't care about Star Wars. No, no, which no. is why people love him even more. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I guess we'll, that news actually just came out so um, like 30 minutes ago. Which so will be it. We are on it. That will be a day ago for those of you listening right now. Um, because we'll publish this tomorrow. Which is today to you, not to confuse you. My mind's blown. I know. Look at me, dropping wisdom. Um, Some other crazy news. You were talking about uh, Boba Fett news. Yeah. um, I apologize. I can't remember the actor's name. It's fine. You know how we, like, I'll Google it. Talk about it and I'll Google it. Yeah, so it's the the guy who played Boba Fett in episode two, that critically acclaimed film. Attack Uh, of the Clones. Yes, yes, Attack of the Clones. He was uh, and Daniel he's also, Logan. Daniel Logan, and yes. he's also he also did the voice of Boba uh, during the Clone Wars series. Mm-hmm. That he posted a picture on Instagram. It was the some, animated series. The animated series. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He posted a picture on Instagram. I don't know if it was some friends or some company um, made him a suit, a Boba Fett suit, and so he like a custom made one and he tried it on and, and posted it. Um, yeah, there it is. There. Oh yeah, we'll put this. Uh, We'll put this link in the article. Screen Rant did an article on it. Um, oh, yeah. Shit, he looks legit. Yeah, he looks awesome. He's already proven that he could do a good job. I guess he's 30 years old now. So, I mean, he's at it like a proper age. I mean, wow. I, I mean, if he doesn't play Boba Fett either in a Han Solo movie or whatever soon, it, it doesn't 
it doesn't make sense that he wouldn't be the, like the direct like next or cast for that. And like they're saying in the screenwriting article, you know, like an Obi Wan film. Or did you just say that? And I pregnant pregnancy brained. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I did, but I didn't. Okay. But yeah, like an Obi Wan film, or he he can make an appearance, or mm-hmm. if they do a Boba Fett one, I mean, which he, I mean, he, who knows? He could be in the Han Solo movie. Maybe Ron, Ron Howard's like, all right, let's give Daniel Logan a call. Let's let's throw him in the movie. You know. Why not? Who knows? You're already redoing the whole thing anyways. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and then, I mean, well, that's another thing, not to go back to the prior topic, but Amelia Clark has an unknown role in the Han Solo film, and it's like, she busy. Like, Game of Thrones is in full swing right now. Like, I know that they're done, and Game of Thrones is going to start here in like a month, and they're going to spend the next year, uh, Benioff and Wise, writing the final season, but... Her schedule is like booking up. She's a big movie star now. Yeah. So it's just in Woody Harrelson, you know, he's got project after project. So it's like. This is not ideal. No. But you could still bring in. We could do like a little Boba Fett scene. Bring in a little. Because how old would he be? I feel like he's almost the same age as Han. Because, I mean, because if you think about it, I mean, well, we first see him in episode four. He's probably. Like maybe in his early thirties. I mean, he definitely. You could definitely tell he's he's been around the block because because Luke is just innocent. Well, you know? Han is supposed to be in this movie. Um, like, like in his twenties. Twenties, which this kid Daniel Logan definitely could pass for. Yeah. Because the guy playing Han Solo, I think, is like twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty, or something like that. Uh, so that could work. Yeah, I mean, the the age is definitely there, and it it would be interesting to see. I mean, why not? I mean, add something else to the movie because it's like, how much can you? <laughs> how much fit? can you really fix? Like, yeah. like and just the- bring him into it, please. Because <laughs> I don't know what else you could like display for two and a half hours. So well, and Boba is such has such a cult following that it's like if you do it right, it's a win-win, man. Like, and you got someone like Ron Howard interjecting it. I mean, and and Boba Fett could use some justice too because he's one of like the most like touted Star Wars characters and he's literally done like nothing in the movies. I mean, he's had very minimal lines, very minimal significant scenes. I mean, he's and he and he's like he has like following. Him I and mean, Darth Maul have like this little yeah. club where right. they're just like oh, two of some of the greatest characters with such untapped potential. Like He was just like a glorified like transporter, like all this walkie from this prison cell to this prison cell and you know, it's I'll like, try no, to, he's a badass yeah. bounty hunter, like assassin style dude. I mean, oh, shit. Now I really want to see this happen. I know. It'd be cool. Someone okay. suggested, too, that they would like to see. I, I can't remember where I read it, but how they start the movie off with him coming out of like uh, in Return of the Jedi, like the worst way he could die. Like, thanks, George. I know, you know right? <laughs> he falls in that like abyss thing or yeah. whatever that monster is. The start of the movie is him like climbing out of that, like he finds his way out of it. If anyone could find to... their way out, it'd be Boba Fett. Yeah, I mean, he was covered in armor, and has like a slew of weapons on him. That's true, and I feel like that kind of monster slowly digests you too. It's not like you just die right away. Oh, it's a slow, painful death for yeah. sure. So who knows? Okay, all right. Um, well, that's kind of exciting for Boba Fett fans. We'll put a link to our Boba Fett uh, podcast in there too. You you drop some some mad wisdom on what would be a cool Boba Fett movie, a few podcasts ago. Wow, that was like when you were in your old apartment. 
Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. That's true. So um, that. we'll link that in there, too, because that's definitely still relevant. Um, I really, really want to talk about the new Battlefront game, but I want to save most of the podcast for that. So really quick, let's just talk about the Casino Planet in Episode 8. Um, I know we talked about it briefly in the last podcast where we reviewed the uh, Vanity Fair article revelations. Yeah. But um, I just want to talk quickly about the planet and how you think it'll play into Episode 8. So Rain Johnson, of course, who's director of Episode 8, The Last Jedi, said that the casino planet is going to be a playground for quote-unquote rich assholes (laughs) who don't care about the fight between the Resistance and the First Order. And um, it will offer a nice contrast to what we're used to seeing in terms of like landscape, rugged terrain of desert, jungles, and ice worlds. This is actually going to be like, actually kind of more of what we saw in the prequels, like this bougie atmosphere. But it really will expand the universe and saying, like right now, when we think of Star Wars, I think of the First Order and the Resistance and Jedis. Like, that's it. But there's, you know... There's a whole lot of galaxy out there and a whole lot of people that don't give a fuck <laughs> about, you know, this battle between the First Order and Resistance. Um, they probably don't believe in the Force. They probably think it's a bunch of, like, hoobadula. <laughs> and if they do believe in the Force, I could see some people believing it in a way of, like, uh, how can I compare this? More of, like, an allure. Like, someone would want to be more obsessed with collecting ancient relics of Jedi and being more obsessed with the value of it versus actually believing in what it represents. You yeah, know what I like mean? the idea of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and some of the, like, we're looking at the photo here, some of the people, like, they actually, the first thing I thought was Lady Gaga. Like, <laughs> like doesn't this one look like Lady Gaga? That's we'll point true. this out in the article, too. There's definitely some parallels there. Yeah, but they all just look like super bougie, tons of different aliens. Um, what are you hoping that it'll bring to the Star Wars universe? Um, I, it's a place where I'd want to live, for sure. Oh, I know. You, you're a brand rat. I know you'd want to live there. <laughs> it's like the Monte Carlo of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's an interesting dynamic because, I mean, a lot of, especially when you look at episodes four through seven, there isn't a lot of like like higher scale, you know, planets that you see. A lot of right. it's just like rugged terrain or, you know, a quick one stop shop here and then move on to the next. So it is kind of like you could you see that a little more in the prequels. So I think that'll be cool. And the fact that there is a separate population out there that maybe is not invested in the war or could give two shits about it. So it'd be interesting to see if like you know, some of the First Order or the Resistance tries to, like, rally them to their cause and then see how it plays in the plot. Or fund their cause. Like, maybe That's they're true. investors in the war. Yeah. I mean, wars cost money even in galaxies long, long ago, far, far away. <laughs> you know? So maybe fun. That's what... Oh, good follow-up question. So what do you think the purpose will serve for this casino planet? Like, who goes there and why? Before I answer that, I, I, I did just think of something, too, how, like, during... The Clone Wars, like uh, a lot of people of the Republic, whether it be like Anakin, Obi-Wan, or Padme, would go to these type of planets and look for funding to like fund the war. And right. a lot of them would just be like, I don't want to because if I do, then I'm considered a part of the war. Our planet can get attacked. 
Like, I don't really care if you can offer me security. I just don't want any part of it. Like, I don't know if you've heard of this thing called the Death Star, but shit's legit (laughs) and it's going to blow me up. (laughs) Because they're like, I don't want Count Dooku knocking on my door like, hey, did you just fund uh, the the Republic? Because you're considered an enemy now of this, the, I can't think Oh, yeah, it'll get political. Yeah. An enemy of, um. What's that? Why am I blanking on that? Uh. The Separatists. Yes. The Separatists. So it's like, I can see where that plays into it too. Or maybe, I don't know. I mean, Poe Dameron seems pretty charming. Maybe he'll speak on behalf of the. Ooh, he could go undercover. Like, I'd be fine with him dressing up in a suit (laughs) and going James Bond, Casino Royale style up in there. That could definitely happen because, like you said, wars cost money. And it's, I mean, and it seems like at least the First Order has what appears more resources than resistance, at least from episode seven. So. I mean, that to me is would seem logical, like how that plays into it. It would be cool, too, if they go there. I think that's definitely why someone would go, whether it's someone of the Resistance or the First Order. But it would be cool if they needed some ancient relic and they heard some collector was there and they went to try and get it. That would be them. cool, too. I mean, especially since we're bringing in all this Old Republic stuff. The last teaser trailer for Episode Eight hinted... Um, like when Ray was touching that book or page of light or whatever, you know, it's definitely touching on like ancient force-ness. So I could see, you know, maybe like some special lightsaber kyber crystal, who the hell knows type deal. That definitely could be the case too. I like that. Oh, I'm so excited. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the amazing new Battlefront PlayStation 4 trailer. Holy freaking shit. It's so awesome. Like, what? I mean, because there was, as I know from the first, the, the the most recent one that has come out, like a lot of people like it, a lot of people don't, how they're, because the one that at least I've read a lot and I've played a little bit that was kind of touted was, I think it was Battlefront 2 for GameCube maybe Okay. or something. Sorry, hardcore gamers, if I you know, missed the console, but yeah. And it was like, it kind of had like prequel levels to it. There was a story mode. Um, and it was most, most people like that star Wars game, the best of like any ones that have come out. Okay. So it sounds, it looks like they're kind of, you know, getting back to that. Mirroring that formula that works. Yeah. So we'll put the trailer in here make sure you watch the trailer. Um, here's your, here's your mark to watch, to pause and watch and then listen to us, uh, break it down. So it looks pretty badass because there are past and present levels yeah. in time, correct? Correct, yeah. So we got um, we see some super cool shit with Yoda and Maul. And what'd you say? It looks like the battle is where that they're fighting. Well, they they're on Naboo, like the the grounds they're fighting oh, on yeah. is the same as when Obi and Qui Gon are there, like taking the queen away in oh, Episode shit. One. No, like when they showed that scene, I was like, wait a minute. Those aren't stormtroopers. Those are clones. I was like, holy shit. Which you totally like, called. I was like, this is prequels. And then they started playing a little bit of the score. And I was yes. like, I was like, Liz, Jack, and Marty probably hate me right now, but I'm loving this. Like, No. Hey, I appreciate the prequels. I just don't have the odd fascination you seem to have acquired for them. Yeah. No, I, I get it though, especially when you see Clone War when you watch Clone Wars and when you watch Rebels, you're like, 
the lore from the prequels is really, really good. They're just not that great of films. Would you watch Clone Wars, though? Because I remember finishing that and then watch episode three, The Feels. The Feels hit you? Oh, yeah. Episode, Revenge of the Sith is good. Yeah. I mean, it just has a shit ton of CGI and some poor writing, but I mean. You get your shirtless Hayden scene, so, I mean, why are you complaining? Hey, he looks the part in that film. He looks great. And I remember when I sent you that cosplay yeah. of that dude at one <laughs> of the Wizard hilarious. World cons yeah. we were at. Yeah, someone actually cosplayed as Revenge of the Sith Hayden. Like, did the eyes and everything, like the the sunken in eyes. He had the hair on point. He actually kind of looked like him. Wow. Yeah. It's impressive. I know. <laughs> and I was with my husband, so it was really awkward. Um, <laughs> uh, we also have Rey in the new Battlefront trailer fighting Kylo. So that's where they're like the different time levels. Um, and obviously, you know, you got uh, just the clones and it's, it looks like Darth Maul is like fighting with the around the clones while they're walking through Naboo and it looks fucking sick. I think it's cool because in how they have like the old school droids in it too. And it, it'll be interesting to see when the game comes out how they, they might do like you can play a couple maps that are just prequel themed. You can play a couple maps that are from the newer movies, or like the story mode might be you know, two different timelines or something like that. I mean, I think because it's like a lot of the stuff from the prequels is really cool. Like we what we saw the droids, Darth Maul, um, them being in that that core chamber of Naboo where Maul fought Qui-Gon oh, yeah. and Obi Wan. I mean, those are some like iconic scenes. I mean, so the fact that they're gonna bring those in to play with the with the PlayStation graphics is going to be sick. Do you think Dooku will be in it at all? Another underrated character? I I don't see why not. Because mm-hmm. they do, because the first one, the, or the last one that just came out, they do a hero mode, and you can play different quote-unquote heroes. So like Luke, Han, Leia, um, Darth Sidious, Darth Vader. Ooh. So it looks like in this one you could be like a young Yoda, Darth Maul, maybe Count Dooku, mm-hmm. maybe a young Obi-Wan and Anakin. And then it looks like you could be like Ray or Kylo, yeah, because they're going to promote like the new cast of characters too. So, nice, okay. But it's yeah, I mean, it looks. I think it's cool how it's two different. It looks like just two different universes. Like that'll be pretty sick. And that comes out in November. I think it. I think I last saw it comes out in November. So right, you know, a month before the the movie comes out. Okay. Yeah. Rad of proper timing. Right. Um, all right, so we have time for just a couple more things. So I wanted to ask you what we could end on. I recently was on a podcast with, um, she's Brassy Broadcasting. Her name is Jen Eds, and she's the shit. So she's, she, she said she listens to us. So if you're listening to us right now, girl, I'm, sh- I'm shouting you out. Hey, girl, hey. Hey. Um, I was on her podcast talking about pure fandom and all sorts of stuff. But in the beginning, she drilled me about my love for Luke Skywalker because she still thinks he's a little bitch, which he had aspects of that in the beginning. Yes. So um, the power converters, the power converter. Oh, God. Power converters. Um, I think what we should do. One, I want to get your thoughts on, um, you know, is he the greatest one of the greatest Jedi of all time and why? And two. Do you think we should do some sort of like Jedi battle where we do like a Facebook Live thing and we have people vote on who's some of the most badass Jedi? <laughs> All right, so the first. And then wait, hold on. Right, and so yeah. whoever wins will give away. We will give away a pre-order of the new Battlefront game. Ooh. 
Yeah. I like it. Raising stakes. Okay. Okay. So sorry. Answer the questions. Go. Oh, you're good. So that yeah, I mean, I would say it's hard to say because I mean, given the fact that he he started like his training ten years late, and he was I mean, some loony ass Yoda on this terrible planet was training him. He has a handicap. I mean, yeah. So it's like he has that, but it's like he has like his parents like genes in him so it's like he has the talent to do it right but and then he was able to basically convince his dad to turn back to the light so it's like and kill the emperor let let us not forget i know that it's 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 kind of up for, for the baby because it's like luke was not strong enough to kill the emperor he just put faith in his dad that his dad would finally step up and do the right thing mm -hmm. so it's like anakin was the only one who had the strength to actually kill the emperor well that's actually not true mace Windu would be like excuse me i was about I to kill him so <laughs> my bad <laughs> but hey well to be fair the emperor becomes stronger with an apprentice yeah so he in theory if lore you know is correct he would have been stronger at the time darth killed him that's true. I mean, so it's, yeah, I mean, you got to think, I don't know, though. I mean, because it's like, ultimately, it almost seems like Luke, like, brought balance to the Force more than Anakin did. Oh, I'm sorry. You know? Can you say that one more time? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. He assisted. I mean, I he would say. He drew the assist. Luke oh, for sure. drew the assist. Like, if you look at it from, like, like, from a lightsaber skill standpoint, Anakin's got him, but he also has he also had way more training, and he had freaking Obi Wan as his mentor. So it's like, yeah, Luke had Yoda, but it's like Yoda was not Yoda when he was training Luke. No, he like was whatsoever. like delirious. So he had dementia. Yeah, for sure. But like Luke definitely had the Obi Wan like logic and the common sense, and didn't like let his emotions take over. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, because it's like a like a standoff. I, Anakin takes Luke. Right. Like. 11 times out of 10 for sure so do you think it'll be we'll be able to make a more fair judgment after episode eight yeah i would say so i mean because it, it almost seems like with this film this upcoming film you know it's it's gonna like solidify luke's legacy right or downfall who knows you know because he's he's almost he's back to where he started it seems like but it, he's now but now he's old i know, <laughs> you know? right Hey, but I mean, you can be old and still be a boss. That's why the force is the shit. Oh, that's true. Because you can like, you know, you look at Yoda. And Dooku. Oh, yeah. And Sorry, Dooku. I had to throw my prequel in there. No, hey, I'm not hating on the prequels. <laughs> Wait, what? Can you say that again? <laughs> I mean, I, well, hold on. I'm not hating on them as a whole. I saw episode two was in your queue. Yeah. It is. He's lying. Yeah, it is not. Anybody. No, I'm gonna put my screenshot of my Apple TV up here so you guys know. Well, we're gonna have to watch them all again. That's I true. will watch it. I will watch it. So we we're gonna watch, watch eight movies before. We'll have to. Yeah, we need to get started early. Last time, I think, didn't we just start like a week before, and we only got through like, I think we started at three. Didn't we? No, I started at one. Yeah, I didn't. I'm sorry. Well, we will watch them all. We'll plan it all out. Um, we'll have know. like drinking games with them. So yeah, I'll be able be to fun. drink at that point. So it'll be great. We'll just make mom come down here so she can take care of the baby. She would love that. I'm such a great mom. This is great. 
Um, okay, well, uh, guys, I think that solidifies. I'll come up with how we're going to do this contest, but I think that would be pretty badass. That would be sick. And actually, that idea, too, it's like, I mean, maybe if the game isn't done yet, I mean, maybe add that to Battlefront, too. Like, have a separate mode where you just have, like, old and new Jedi just battling each other. That would be so sick. Kind of like Super Fight. Have you ever seen that game? Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. They Ooh. do that in Episode 3, which is cool. Do you remember that? In the game that came out for PS2? Oh, yeah. They have, like, a, a Mortal Kombat or a Street Fighter standoff, and it's different Jedi fighters. Why haven't they done that? And it was it was It's got to cool. be in the works. Kind of like a Street Fighter, but with Jedi. And that game was awesome. And it was, I thought it was clever too how they, because I remember like begging dad to get it. Yeah. And so, because it came out like, it came out like two or three weeks before the actual film came mm-hmm. out. Or when you were playing the game, they had cutscenes from the movie in the game. So you saw scenes that were not from the preview in the game. And then, they, oh, damn. So that, I thought that part was cool. Okay. How they did that. It was clever. So see, now you're giving me some good ideas. What we could do is have people say, like, we could almost do it like a bracket. Yeah. And then say, um, to make it fair, we could just have a list of Jedi and raffle off who gets what. And then the two people battle as far as like, here's why my guy is better than your guy. And then we'll just have pure fandom fans vote on who gets to move to the next level. I like it. Okay. All right. And winner gets, winner gets Battlefront. That's awesome. I mean, but unless you're a pure fandom employee, if it's, if one of us, <laughs> <laughs> if one of us wins, um, I know you already pre-ordered it. I'm pretty sure I already pre-ordered yeah. it. Yeah. So okay. So if fun. one of us wins, then we'll just pick a random fan. <laughs> How about this? Regardless, a random fan will win, mm-hmm. but you have to at least participate in voting in order to get it. That makes sense. Okay, cool. All right. Well, this was another great podcast, brah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's great. Thanks for having me. That's true. We're in my place right now. I know we are. And in I my set, Canto Bite. In your Canto Bite. And I set all this shit up, this podcast stuff. We're recording on um, my new MacBook Pro. It's so nice. It's very Canto Bite. It is Canto Bite. This is bougie. Like, it has a whole touchscreen thing. I'm not even sure. Like, look at this GarageBand stuff. See how it has, like, all That's these That's ridiculous. Controls? I know. It looks legit. All right, guys. Well, um, as always, check out purefandom.com for the latest and greatest news. Um, If you're a Sci-Fi Network fan, Brad and Court Talk, of course, are recapping Blood Drive, Dark Matter, all the different Sci-Fi Summer shows on right now. Make sure you check that out. Talking TV with Liz and Lindy is ramping up. We are going to be recapping Game of Thrones. Um, We're also doing a rewatch right now, so I'm putting up some different posts uh, as far as, like, who the F is the Lord of Light. Um, <laughs> like, like we all know who he is, but it's like, who, or she is. Like, I don't see, I didn't even know if it was a guy or a girl. Like, what's going on? Um, so make sure you check that out. We're doing a couple refresher posts before the season seven premiere on July 16th. And um, I think those are all the podcasts. And then our podcast, obviously. We'll be doing more of those coming at you. Follow us on Twitter at pure underscore fandom. Instagram at pure underscore fandom. Just follow us, okay? It's not that hard. It's not that hard. No, it's not. Gosh. Okay. I think I did all my shameless plugs. Until next time, capes out. Visit purefandom.com for more kick-ass news on your favorite shows, fandoms, movies, and more.